Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a presentation of the Pro Wrestling Report, TV and radio. Informative, entertaining, and real since 1998. Broadcasting company 
who is a television production company, if you're going to have live cameras on the announce table, don't you think you'd light it a little better? I mean, you want to talk about two talents being in the mud, as they say in the business? Uh, Piper and Flair. And Flair, somebody didn't tell Flair to get out from behind the announce table while Piper's talking and get up to the camera. The Flair had to be nudged. Dude, you're supposed to be up there. Go up there. Piper's talking. Get up there. They looked terrible. I love the thoughts. I love the, I love the promo, but you couldn't see them. Matthew, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I had my hopes high for a one-hour edition of Nitro. I thought, you know, okay, you're going to more of a raw format, and you can kind of help some of the issues that you've been having with the really diluted roster. And this show I thought was a train wreck, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. So, uh, hey, you know, Piper and Flair challenging uh, Nash and Hall to a match tonight. You know, why wait till Slamboree? Let's get it done tonight. But our first match was Dean Malenko defeating Prince Hayakea with the Texas Cloverleaf and retaining his WCW United States Championship. Inside this match, you also got a challenge from Jeff Jarrett for Slamboree for that U.S. title. Do you think the match will be made, for one, for Malenko? And two, Malenko at the end, you know, where they do that uh, camera zooms in on the winner after the pinfall and they let him talk into the camera. Um, Malenko said, anybody else? Come on in. Do you think that he accepts Jeff Jarrett for Slamboree? Yeah, I think so, but I wish WCW would do a little bit better job of booking their pay-per-view matches because very often this is how it happens or we find out the week before. Uh, this is going to be the match. They they don't, again, they did a good job last week, but you know, give me a little bit of a story about somebody vying for that title. Um, give me give me Jarrett coming out there and doing it in person or give me a little bit of a feud with him and Malenko. WCW just all too often throws these middle card uh, matches together so quick before pay-per-view without really any storyline, and there's really no storyline here other than Jeff Jarrett popping up in a little box. Yeah, pretty much, and that was the storyline. Not at ringside, but in a little box. <clears throat> Jarrett in a box. Let's talk about Six defeating Juventud Guerrero with the Buzzkiller. For all the shenanigans that you've seen Six do, and the running around, and you know he's the greasy little punk, Six can mm-hmm. wrestle. And they, they yeah, put absolutely. over Six in the match. They yeah. put him over the match. You heard Larry Zabisco say, you know, uh, strip away all this, you know, uh, help this way and that way. Don't leave this guy alone. He can go and win his own matches. Yeah, and, and I mean, how good of a uh, high-flying technical wrestler was the one, two, three kid? A lot of times I forget we're watching the same person, just the way he's presented. But you got a little glimpse of that tonight. Yeah, that looks like one, two, three kid tonight. And uh, he wins. A yep. uh, little floppiness from Hoovy, but uh, – you know, it's one hour. I know they already paid or cashed the check from 1-800-COLLECT. Um, so they've got to put Leon. So in the one hour, we're going to get a road report from uh, Lakeland, Florida. It's a Nitro party near Jerry's, and everybody is looking forward to Nitro. <sighs> at least, at least this time we didn't have to hear Bobby's, and they're always better, but Bobby's attempts to come back at Lee Marshall. This has just got to stop. I, I understand 1-800-COLLECT has paid yeah. for the spot, and they've got to c- come up with a better way to do something about it. Uh, yeah, it's about, this is not fun. We go back to the arena. Here comes the NWO music. Now, unannounced, or unannounced? Yeah, we're unannounced, either way. And uh, here comes Hall, here comes Nash, and Six, just fresh off his match. They go to the announce table. There goes Tony, there goes Bobby, and there goes Larry. By the way, uh, is this the first time we've actually seen the team of Shivani? Keenan and Zabisco, three-man commentary team. Uh, you might be right. 
What did you think of the combination of Shivani, Heenan, Zabisco? Uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind it. Was it technically two heels and a face? So you've got, you know, yeah, Shivani yeah, who's a straight man. Yeah, that's the way it got a little bit weird. I mean, Zabisco kind of rides that line. You know, he's not. I wouldn't say he's Bobby Heenan level heel. He's a little bit snarky. Um, but he's not full blown heel, so you kind of got him in the middle of a heel, a face, and then Sabisco. Okay, so uh, the the key part is uh, Hall and Ash come out and go. See, you want to battle us? Whatever. I tell you what, we'll go ahead and we'll have that match in Charlotte. But we want seventy five percent of the gate because when you have the best in the biz, we don't come cheap. We miss you, Hollywood. Love and kisses, NWO for life. Uh, this Hall and Nash uh, character, you know, bringing the, you know, the business out from behind the curtain out to the front, making it very, very detailed. Yeah. They want to get more of the gate, making it like boxing because you know boxing matches. Yeah. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. I mean, it's pre-contract. Who's going to get what percentage of the right. gate? Right. Your thoughts? Uh, it was it was interesting. I mean, it's a little, it kind of fits the NWO persona. But again, I mean, you knew you were going to get this match regardless. So it's not like again, not like uh, you were on the edge of your seat. Are they going to sign? Yada yada yada. So I mean, it was logical. Right. It was logical storyline development here. But also, again, in the mud, the lighting absolutely terrible. They didn't do it once. They did it twice. They went to the commentary booth with the guys there. Um, yeah. Following announcement was paid for by the New World Order. Nice little promo with the Macho Man and Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Yeah, the madness has gotten out of control. I tell you what, Paige, you're not a man. You can't control your wife. Your wife's been looking at me, and every time she comes, she's gonna feel the madness. Yeah. Is Liz? So how is Liz being presented? Is she into threesomes, or is Liz being presented as somebody who's just hanging out with Macho and is okay with whoever Macho sleeps with? I don't know, but it's uh, it's an interesting place for my my mind to wander. <laughs> but what did you think of Macho and his words? You know, and it, it's it was I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I thought Macho sounded great on the microphone tonight. And I think it hits on many levels too, because it just makes him all the more heel. He's antagonizing this guy and his wife while his interest, if you will, is standing right there. It just paints him, and you know, it's just trying to push all kinds of buttons. And I, I kind of like it. Is she the Marlena of WCW right now? Um, maybe. Uh, I'm not quite sure, though, but I'll tell you what. Kimberly's been dreaming about the Macho Man, and I'm going to show you that I have class with a capital K. Yeah. <laughs> class with a capital K coming from the Macho Man. Tag team action, Lex Luger and the Giant defeating the amazing French Canadians when the Giant pin Jacques Rougeau with the Choking Slam. I try to put a little accent on that little French Canadian yeah, accent, a little stink, a little Anjou, if you will. Um, there was a point in the match, excuse me. <coughs> there was a point in the match where the Rougeaus had control of the match and had Luger outside the ring, but uh, too much goofing around, too yeah. much not really, you know, trying to beat the guys. And here comes Luger, here comes Giant. I thought they looked strong coming out of this match. Your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, this was uh, pretty well known going in who was going to be the victor, but yeah, they they look they look good and they did a decent job of kind of uh, at least making the uh, the other team you know look strong for a few moments. 
this whole night, if you said it was a cluster, the one thing you can take from it is that they were building towards Slamboree. Everything had Slamboree implications. So there, there was business being done. And we come back, and the biggest rivalry in football is going to come to the ring at Slamboree. I don't like the billing. Because, again, if yeah. Reggie White were, let's say, an offensive lineman, and then Steve Mongo McMichael were the defensive lineman, it would be something because they would have gone and butted heads ahead. Right. Both of them are defensive ends or defensive yeah. linemen. They never met each other on the field. They might have played for Green Bay in Chicago. But their match is coming up at Slamboree, and, uh, you know, Mongo picks up a win, gaining momentum for the match with Reggie White at Slamboree. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Mongo. <laughs> well, maybe they could wrestle for Pepe. Maybe, maybe so. Anytime you bookmark a show with a big Mongo win, count me out. So, but let's but let's look on the bright side. Did we see Kevin Green tonight? <gasps> you did not, but we heard talk of Kevin. Well, there's Green. your bright side. <laughs> <laughs> Back from commercial, here comes Piper and Flair heading to the ring. Flair still in his street clothes. And they're talking like the match is going to happen. Uh, they also remind us next week that Nitro will air at 7 Eastern once again with a one-hour Nitro. Now, uh, they're waiting. They're waiting. Here comes the music. Everybody's looking up. Are they looking for Sting? No. What they've done is, and I don't know if you know, the amount of paper, I did some research, the amount of paper dropped from the rafters tonight on the ring and on everybody else, there was only two um bald spots in the ring, and it was where the wrestlers were standing. The rest of the ring was covered, the entire building covered with flyers that said Tradition Bites, NWO for life. I looked this up. Do you know that they had to clear the Sahari Forest to actually make all that paper? (laughs) All the trees are gone. They literally cleared out the Sahari Forest, and now it's the Sahari Desert. Of course they did. Of course they did. Way to waste paper and destroy the planet right there, NWO. Yeah, NWO destroying the planet. Uh, the final of this segment and what took us to the end of the show was Flair going out there, talking to Hall, Nash, and Six. Six, you know, obviously is getting some heat with Flair. Flair said he can beat Six. Uh, Flair runs down to the ring. What is Piper focused on? This was made very clear to us that Piper was just off in the clouds and waited a good four minutes to go down and go help out Flair, who's getting three-on-one. What is the deal? And, you know, they zoomed in on Flair's face. Piper! Piper! Explain it to me. I don't get it. Again, the less – I think Piper's one of those deals, the less you see of him, the better. Uh, When you're seeing him every week, these things just, you know, these things just don't tend to make sense, and he kind of goes off more on a tangent, and um, it starts – yeah, just Piper's Piper again. The craziness when you see it every three to four weeks, it's refreshing. But then when you see it every week, it's like, what, what, what what's this guy talking about? What, what's he doing? Uh, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, so that was our one-hour reaction to, well, our fifteen-minute reaction to the one-hour Nitro. Um, folks, that was it. That's all we got. A very short edition tonight. We will come back next week, and we will break it down and react again for you. So for Matthew Thomas, you're talking to the man they call me dead. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you next week. So long, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.